The woman meant semen, but didn't use the word. If they could recover semen, they could get DNA. If there was anything to begin with, it's possible there are still traces, Hody said. Since hardly anybody had heard of DNA back then, we might find the killer's hair on them. But I'm no scientist. So who knows? Let's get them to the M.E. One of the cops in the back said, Marcy, Davenport's coming down. Marcy Sherrill, head of Minneapolis Homicide, turned and looked over her shoulder. Lucas Davenport, a dark-haired, broad-shouldered man in black slacks, French-blue shirt, his suit jacket hung by a finger over his shoulder, was trudging down the earthen ramp toward the group around the plastic sepulcher. He looked as though he'd just stepped out of a Salvatore Ferragamo advertisement, his eyes, shirt, and tie all entangled in a fashionable blue vibration. She said, Okay, this makes my day. An older man said, He worked on it, this. He gestured at the plastic. I don't think so, Cheryl said. He'd have been too young. I remember, the old man said. He was all over it. I think it was his first case in plain clothes. Cheryl was the senior active Minneapolis cop on the scene, a solid, raven-haired woman in her late thirties with a great slashing white smile and what an older generation of cops called a good figure. She'd had a reputation as a cop not afraid of a fistfight and still carried a lead-weighted sap on a key ring. Cheryl had come on the police force at a time when women were still suspect when it came to doing street work. She'd erased that attitude quickly enough and now was accepted as a cop-cop rather than as a woman cop, or, as they were still occasionally called, a dickless Tracy. She'd hardly mellowed as she moved up through the ranks and would someday, most people thought, either be the Minneapolis chief or go into politics. There were five retired cops in the group around her, men who'd worked on the original investigation. As soon as the bodies had been discovered, the police had been called, and word of the find had begun leaking out. All over the metro area, aging cops and ex-cops got in their cars and headed downtown to look for themselves, to see the girls, and to talk about those days. The hot summers, the cold winters, all the time on the sidewalks before high-tech came in, computers and cell phones and DNA. Davenport came up and the gray hairs nodded at him, they all knew him from his time in Minneapolis, and he shook hands with a couple of them, and a couple who didn't like him edged away, and Cheryl asked, How'd you hear? It's gone viral, at least in the cop shops, he said, peering at the plastic sheeting. He worked for the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, and, with his close relationship with the governor, was probably the most influential cop in the state. Minneapolis was technically within his jurisdiction, but he was polite. He flipped a thumb at the sheeting and asked, Do you mind if I look? Go ahead, Cheryl said. Hody pointed and said, They're face up, heads at that end. Lucas squatted in Hody's knee prints at the end of the plastic, looked down at the withered faces for a full thirty seconds, then, paying no attention to the neat crease on his wool-blend slacks, got on his knees and crawled slowly down the length of the bundle, his face an inch from the plastic. After a moment, he grunted, stood up, brushed his knees, then said, That's Nancy on the left, Mary on the right.
Hard to know for sure, Hody said. It likely is them. The size is right, the hair coloring, Lucas said. It's them. Nancy was the taller one. Nancy was wearing a blouse with little red hearts on it that she got from her father on Valentine's Day. It was the last gift he gave her. It's wadded up between her thighs. I can see the hearts. Cheryl looked up at the sides of the trench and said, I wonder what the address was here. We need to pull some aerials and figure out which one was which. I thought the guy who did it, Terry Scrape, Lucas said. He didn't do it. She stared at him. I thought that was settled, that he was killed. Lucas shook his head. He was. I was there. I thought back then that there was a chance he was involved, but with this, I don't think so. There was somebody else, somebody with a lot more...